And good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Inside the Dome. I am Hank Bollinger. Alongside me are my good friends, Logan Scott and Garrett Cannon. Today we are without Cade Livey. Cade, uh, a little busy tonight. We uh, haven't been on for a week, guys. So first off, tell me, uh, how's the week been? I know, Garrett, you had a pretty uh, big move from California to uh, back to Kansas. So I'm sure it was a pretty hectic week for you. Yeah, man, 21, 22-hour drive, but it was fun. Got to go through, see some scenic routes, you know, stop through Vegas, stay in Denver for a night, so it was fun. But I'm going to miss California a lot, but I know I'll be out there probably sometime later in my life. But glad to be home for now, family and friends, you know. Go back to KC about two weeks moving there, so I'm excited for it, though. But, yeah, big big last weekend and busy weeks coming, so I mean, I'm excited. You can, you can see me and Logan and Kate a lot more often than here in Kansas than you can when you're out west of California, that's for sure. Yeah, but I don't got those views and weather though out here, man. <laughs> you, you don't need you don't need views. You can save your money and look at <laughs> that's the, true, look that's at the true. grass. You can look at the grass and save your money. Logan, how's your <laughs> week, dude? Uh pretty good. Just kind of been hanging out, just chilling, just trying to keep busy, watch a little bit of baseball as it's just starting up and just try and get back in the swing of things, hopefully. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, like Logan said, baseball just now starting up. Um, summer camp games are in full swing right now. There's games pretty much every night. Uh, I assume there won't be any um, on Thursday. Oh, they'll end on Wednesday, and then opening night is on Thursday, July 23rd. Uh, there'll be two games that night. you got the New York Yankees taking on the Washington Nationals, and you got the San Francisco Giants taking on the Dodgers. So one East Coast game, one West Coast game. Uh, it's going to be a really fun season, and guys, it, it, it starts on Thursday. I, I've been waiting for this day for a very long time. Um, I, as you guys know, I'm a very big baseball fanatic. I you know, crave baseball, especially in the summertime. I honestly, if the Rockies are doing pretty good, I, I enjoy it more than NFL, and that's the truth. It's, it's weird. But um, let's get right into it, guys. MLB, it's uh, – we won't, we won't say too much about who we think is going to – we won't give you guys our official rankings just because Cade's not here and we, we want to do that when he's around. But we will tell you guys who we think will, you know, maybe get a, maybe get a first win or first series win. Um, well, I'll give Garrett and Logan the uh, first two games on Thursday night and I'll have them pick on who should win. I, I think they're pretty obvious. But I like to hear their in, in, input and see what they think. Uh, first game, you got the New York Yankees. They'll be taking on the Washington Nationals, like I said. That game's in D.C., then the Giants and Dodgers. Guys, give me your thoughts on those games and who you think should pull out. I think we can all agree on who's going to win those. But, I mean, the Nationals could give the Yankees a good competition. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like you said, I mean, it looks obvious on paper who you think you're taking those games. Uh, I'm going to say, like, Dodgers, Yankees. I mean, they're the top two teams this year, I believe. Um, they're going to be – a force to reckon with for sure, no matter who plays them. But like you said, uh, it's going to be an interesting game for the Yankees. Uh, me and Logan talking about this before the podcast with Scherzer. Is it Scherzer right? You starting or? Yep. Yeah, Scherzer and uh, Garrett Cole. Like, it's, I think it's going to be like a 1 0 2 1 ending to that game, honestly. But you never know. Garrett Cole coming from a new team and getting on the Yankees, you know, he's either going to, he's going to either dominate or he's going to be a little shaky coming out. So it's going to be interesting to see. And then, I saw some of the Dodgers games today. Mookie Betts already had a home run. Feeling very comfortable in Dodgers Park already, it looks like. And, yeah, they've always had an outstanding pitching staff and players behind him. So, yeah, that's what I'm taking. I mean, it is a little obvious. I like to see a little bit of a mix-up, maybe some upsets. But my takes are going to be, I think, Dodgers-Yankees for opening day. Yeah, I I hate to agree with everybody else, but Yankees-Dodgers, it's just pretty simple to me. Uh, I, I think the Yankees-Nationals game might might be a little interesting. Like Garrett said, I think it'll probably be a low-scoring um, low scoring game. But the, the Giants-Dodgers, the Giants, I think, are one of the worst teams in baseball this year, in my opinion. And I think the Dodgers will just kind of roll over them. Johnny Cueto's pitching for the Giants and hasn't done much – hasn't had much success since the World Series with the Royals in 2015. So – He's uh, on the back end of his career, in my opinion. Yeah, it's been a it's been a while since Johnny Cueto. I remember when we were we were in high school. He was the he was the guy, but it's kind of yep. been a few years since then. Him and that gonna... uh, that long haired guy from the Giants too, Linscombe or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Those are the days, man. Um, yeah, I was a little confused. Yeah, I, okay, well, not really at the same time. The Dodgers playing the Giants, those two teams are very popular. So it makes sense that they're on opening night um, instead of just during the day. So I get it from that standpoint, but I kind of wish the MLB was like, hey, let's pick a different game on the West Coast that might be a little bit more competitive, maybe like the Angels or the Athletics. That game, yeah, both those teams aren't really towards the top that the Athletics probably going to have a pretty good year. But, you know, Mike Chow with the Angels and you got the Rendon, Open Athletics. Yeah, yeah and Anthony Rendon, those guys. It's going to be a competitive game. I, to me, I was like, well, why don't you just play that game instead of the game that no one – although the Dodgers are a popular team, I think most most baseball fans will be interested in the Angels and the Athletics game because it's going to be more competitive. Um, I don't want to just watch the Dodgers just wipe out the Giants. I mean, yeah, I'm with you. I was kind of surprised that that was the opening game for the Dodgers too. I thought, like you said, they're going to do it the Astros maybe or throw someone else in there, like Angels, like even the like even Diamondbacks and Padres. You know, that's another West another West Coast game. Yeah, another West Coast game that would be fun to watch rather than just a blowout. But I mean, I'm sure since it's the Dodgers, they wanted to keep it. You know, well, pretty popular. So, I mean, it's not like I'm not going to watch it either. I'm, I'm going to watch it. No, way, yeah. but I just would prefer a more competitive game. Yeah, I uh, I also think that it's kind of MLB maybe coming out. I know it's also about ratings, but I think it could possibly be a lot about the Major League Baseball coming out and saying, look, Yankees, Dodgers, these these are the two who should be playing in the final series of the of the season – We'll give them to you first game. It's just yeah. kind of the way I looked at it. Yeah, definitely. Um, so what we're going to do here, guys, is basically we are going to – we're going to go through just about every game here and talk about just kind of your quick winner. You can you can explain or you can just be like, yeah, um, they're just going to get the win. It's kind of up to you. We'll start – so the, on opening day, July 24th, um, the day obviously after the Yankees and Dodgers play – uh, first game of the day is uh, Atlanta Braves versus the New York Mets. Now, this could be actually a really good game. You're going to have Jacob deGrom on the bump for the Mets if he stays healthy, which I believe is going to be the case. He, uh, I believe he is fine. They had a little – they are kind of scared a little bit at first. Um, but he will get the bump in New York. Uh, Braves, obviously, a really good hitting team. Mike Soroka will be the pitcher for the Braves, I believe. Um, it's it's going to be an interesting game. This is a game where I can see being low scoring, but if any team's going to pull out, it's probably going to be the Braves. Um, who do you guys pick in that? I'd have to agree with you too, Hank. Like you said, it's going to be interesting. Could go either way. Uh, like you said, I don't see any team scoring more than three, maybe four runs if it's a wild game. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to go with the Braves. They, they seem like more overall team, complete team to me. Uh, Mets always have some good pitching. But hitting-wise, definitely got to give it to the Braves. And I think there's a come out and win on this one. There's more complete to me than the Mets, uh, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to have to disagree with you. I, I, I think the Braves are probably the better team. But if, J, if uh, Jacob DeGrom's able to come out and pitch a good game, it, it's tough to hit him, man. I mean – Absolutely. Jacob DeGrom's one of the best pitchers in the whole league. And I, I just – I think he's going to come out with his best stuff, start off, start off the shortened season on a good note. And I think the Mets squeak one out probably 2-1, 3-2, something like that. Yeah. It, it's definitely going to be a low-scoring game. I think we can all agree on that. It's just kind of depends on who's going to get the lucky hit or, you know, who's going to get the better better advantage in the kind of the mid-innings. Mid because I, I can see with the shortened season, it, it, it's a very difficult spot to be a starting pitcher, mainly because – um, that, you know, pitchers aren't – they're not warmed up. They, when, when you're a starting pitcher, you have to kind of work your way up to throwing five or six innings, or then you're going to kind of ruin your arm for the year. So these guys, I don't expect these starting pitchers on um, Thursday and Friday to really go – I don't think you'll see a guy go over seven innings unless he's got like a no-hitter or a perfect game going. Um, even if that, I, I really don't see uh, coaches leaving their starting pitcher in there for – especially their ace – in there for longer than he should be. They're going to keep him to a limited amount of pitches. Now, it's going to differ from each pitcher. Um, some pitchers have been training more than others. Jacob DeGrom is one I'm kind of worried about because, like I said, he kind of was day-to-day for a while. He wasn't up to 100%. They say he is now, which is great, but I'm scared that he might not go um, the distance. He might not go, you know, maybe five or six innings. Uh, I think Jacob DeGrom, I mean, we've seen him all go seven, eight innings before, but I, I'd say five innings is a good place for him to be. I mean, he'll still get the complete game if he throws the five, but I agree with you, Logan. I mean, it's going to be really close. I just picked the Braves just because I think they're a little bit better hitting. Um, I think it, it could be a two-to-one score. I bet both pitchers do pretty well. 
Yeah. Um, hey, uh, before we dive too deep into this real quick, uh, what are your guys' opinions on how much the shortened season would affect the pitching early on? And, and uh, in regards to like how, how long they go, you know, will, will they, will they stick with tradition and, you know, keep them short at the beginning or will they say, look, we've got 60 games. Every game counts as two to three games. We got to go. And we, we, we just got to, you know, put them through the ringer and, you know, just let them yeah, go. That's, yeah. I was going to say, I think that's what they're going to do. I, I can see that. Like you said, every game matters more. So I feel they're going to keep them in longer. Um, if each game matters that much, they're doing well. Uh, I think they're going to push them a little bit more than they would in a longer season. Yeah. But also, as Hank mentioned, with a shorter season, you can't, you don't have, like, weeks you can take off and get your guy back to normal, get his arm rested up. Like, if you do over go for him, like, you're going to have to face those consequences, too, if he's his, his arm's out, you know? Yeah, I think yeah, I definitely yeah. think it would be interesting. I think it kind of differs from team to team, honestly. Now, if see, the Yankees, if, if you think about the Yankees, you know, Garrett Cole, let's just throw Garrett Cole, for example. You know, he's a guy where he is so valuable to that team that I don't know if they'd let him go that long. And, you know, and once he feels any type of tiredness or anything like that, they will, I think they're going to let him out. I don't, and I don't think they care exactly when it is. Because really, if you look at it, the Yankees are going to be good no matter what. I mean, Garrett Cole can be like, hey, I don't want to play for the first two weeks. They, they, still, there's a, still a very good chance they can go the distance and win the World Series. So when you look at the Yankees, you know most likely with how good their hitters are, they're insanely good. I think they'll be okay. Um, so with, when it comes to Yankees pitchers, I'd be like, okay, yeah, maybe they can, you know, make sure they only throw five innings and don't go over 75 pitchers, pitchers or something like that. Now, when you're looking at a team like, I don't know, let, let's say, let's, mm, give me, give me, someone give me a team. The Mets. The Mets. Okay. The Mets. The Jacob DeGrom. Okay. The Mets aren't going to be com- as competitive. Um, when it comes to World Series. Now, the Mets are good. You know, they, they, they're a pretty good team. They're not awful, but they're not amazing. Uh, but with Jacob deGrom, they have a lot more to prove. They have to get more wins or faster than the Yankees just because they don't have the luxury of being a team that has, is full of all-stars. Now, there's plenty of all-stars on the Mets, but you guys know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, Jacob deGrom is a guy who – luckily, he's a veteran, and they're like, hey, we might need you to go a few more innings or if you just like 10 more pitches than what you're used to early on because we need – you know, every pitch counts. We need as many opportunities to win a game as we can. So it comes to a very weird opportunity. I, I think it flows from team to team on how they're going to be um, strategic about it. I think if a team has a good young pitcher, they're not going to leave them out there that long. I think yeah. they're going to – because I think some teams are like, hey, it's a 60-game season. Who cares? But at the same time, let's try to win. Like It, it differs. Um, it's going to be interesting to say the least. I'm, that's really why I'm excited for opening day to see how teams kind of strategize around the starting pitching. Um. Moving on to the next game, um, we got the Detroit Tigers and the Reds. This one's pretty easy, I think, for all of us. I'm going to go ahead and pick the Reds. Detroit's the worst team in the league, unfortunately. Or, I mean, debatably one of the worst teams in the, in the MLB. The Reds are a team that a lot of people are picking as sleepers in that central division. I mean, some people have even picked the Reds to win it. It's just a very competitive central um, with, you know, the Cardinals, the Brewers, um, the Twins, the Reds. I mean, it's top to bottom. It's very good. Um, I'm going to pick the Reds here. I think you guys would do the same, I assume. Yeah, just keep – I'm going to get into it. Like you said, the Tigers are just god-awful. I mean, <laughs> they're not they're, – they haven't been good for a while. Um, I'm just going to go with the Reds. Like you said, the Reds are looking pretty good. Um, like you said, people are picking them as sleepers to make it in there. But, yeah, I'll keep it short. Just Reds. Yeah, I'm just going to go with the Reds and we can move on. Man. All right, uh, next game. This game will be at 6.40 Eastern time, so 7.40 here. Uh, you got the Blue Jays and the Rays. Now, this is going to be a game where I think a lot of people will watch. I think Vlad Guerrero Jr. still gets a lot of people to watch the Blue Jays. Unfortunately, however, Charlie Morton is going to be on the bump for the Rays, most likely. Um, that game will be in Tampa Bay. Not that that really matters a lot. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and take the Rays here. I believe they are definitely the better team hitting-wise and pitching-wise. I think Charlie Morton should handle the Blue Jays pretty well. Yeah, again, Hank, I hate to agree with you so much. But yeah, I'm going to have to go with the Rays as well. They're always that team you never really hear about, and then you're like, oh, yeah, they're like – I think I mentioned this in another podcast before, but you never hear about them, but they're like second in the behind the Yankees maybe or something like that. The Red Sox having a good year. Like you said, I think they're just a better overall team. Um, Jays, I mean, they're on the rise. They got Vlad Jr., you know. Um, 
they got some good players coming up, some younger players. But I'm at to be, I'm at still, I'm at ride the Rays on this one for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna also go with the Rays. Uh, I, I think that they're the better team, and also the Blue Jays are dealing with some off the field, you know, where they're gonna play their home games, and yeah, are any of them gonna be able to see their families throughout the season that live in Canada? And yeah, I think, I think it's just gonna kind of be a mess for them off the start. But yeah, Rays. I also screwed that up, guys. I said it's going to start at 540 Central. I apologize. And actually, it's 740 Central. Next time I make a mistake like that, somebody say something, okay? Yeah. I didn't even <laughs> I didn't even realize I said that. Um, but, yeah, that's the raise. So, uh, and we are running all these down because we, we want to keep track and see kind of how we do, especially on opening day. Um, opening day, is, you know, a lot can happen because everyone's aces on the field. Um, moving on, another game that is kind of predictable, but it's also – I mean, anything can happen. You got the Miami Marlins uh, going to Philadelphia to take on the Phillies. Um, the, I honestly can't even tell you who's starting on the bump for Miami or the Phillies say, right I now. I don't know too much about those two teams. I'd be yeah. completely honest with you. I, I'm going to go ahead and assume, you know, the Phillies are the better team overall. I mean, Miami, they, they're getting better, but they still have a lot to do. I can probably guarantee you Aaron Nola will start for the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh so I'm gonna go ahead and pick the Phillies. I like Aaron Nola a lot. Um, they they don't have an awful team, but it's one of those teams where people aren't really. I mean, it's it's a tough East, and they're kind of one of the teams in the bottom. I'm gonna go against you here, just because we are we gotten enough, we got accepted too much together. But I'm gonna go Miami this one. I, I don't know why. I'm just, I think it was, this would be my little sleeper upset one for me. Okay. Even though it's not gonna I be mean, too big an upset, but. <laughs> I always like. I like. Man, they got some cool players on there. I mean, Andrew McCutcheon. No, yeah, yeah. He's he playing for. But, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Hank with the Phillies. Uh, I I just think they've got they they're just a little bit further along than the Marlins are organization organ, organizationally here, and they uh, I just think that they're they're gonna come out and just be a little bit a uh, little bit more prepared than the Marlins, especially opening up at home with no fans, you know. I had to pick one different one. I couldn't agree on all of them. So I got a little caveat game there. I get it. Well, hey, these next few games are going to start getting a little bit more competitive. Uh, The first games are kind of easy. Now, let's move on to a team that uh, we're all familiar with. We've got the Kansas City Royals. They'll be taking on the Cleveland Indians. That game will be in Cleveland at 710 Eastern time. So 810 Central time. Nailed it that time. Uh, (laughs) I mean – I feel bad for the Royals because, you know, they're just – they haven't figured out yet. I mean, ever since that World Series, I, the Royals really haven't done much. Uh, unfortunately, they've lost, they've lost a lot of players and things like that. I'm going to go ahead and pick Shane Bieber. He's going to be on the bump for the Cleveland Indians. I don't think the Royals are going to be able to hit him that well. Um, I mean, the Royals still have with Merrifield. Um, Mondesi's okay if he hits the ball. Um, Jorge Soler can hit the ball farther than anybody in the league, but – uh, I think Shane Bieber uh, should take care of the Kansas City Royals lineup pretty easily. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna agree. Um, Indians should win this easily. Royals, although I am a fan, unfortunately, they're they're gonna struggle again. They 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 sold sold out for that 2015 World Series, and we're still paying for it. So I'll keep mine simple. I'm just gonna go. Yeah, Indians. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Definitely. Now, this game, I think it could be very interesting. Um, yeah, it's going to be good. You got uh, Brewers at the Cubs, two teams in the Central Division, two teams oh, wow. who have been pretty good last year. Um, a game that I'm really looking forward to. I will probably watch this game before the Rockies game starts. Um, Brendan Woodruff, he'll be on the mound for the Brewers, and I believe most likely Kyle Hendricks will probably yeah. be on the bump for the Cubs, if I'm assuming. Yeah, it's um, Yeah, a, a game that's going to definitely have a lot of offense and get some good pitching all around. It's going to be really interesting. I think – I don't – man, I don't know. It's tough. I, to me, personally, I like the Brewers more. Now, some people are down on the Brewers this year um, just because of, you know, last year wasn't the year really that they wanted, um, especially coming off – you know, they got Christian Yelich, obviously, who's good. Josh Hader as their closer is pretty good as well. That they're gonna have some probably competitiveness going on in the closer position, but that's a whole different story. Um, Cubs also their lineup's really good. You got Anthony Rizzo, Chris Bryant, um, Wilson Contreras, I mean, all those guys. Javi Baez. I don't like Javi Baez. I think he strikes out too much. But again, another game that's gonna be very competitive. I don't even know who I'm gonna pick, guys. Uh, someone can go first. I don't want to pick first. 
Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll go. Ahead. You got Logan. My bad. I'll, I'll go ahead and go. I, I like the Brewers more on the season, but I think this game the the Cubs are going to get this one. Open it up at home. I like Kyle Hendricks. I I, I just think the Cub, Cub, Cubs will win this one and probably a seven five game. Yeah, I'm at the old Cubs as well. Just a little bit more veteran, not too much. You know, just they've been playing with each other for a while. You know, said in Chicago, even though the fans are going to be an issue, but. Yeah, like Logan said, I think it's going to be about, yeah, like a one or two run game, but yeah, pretty high scoring as well. So I'll probably go with the Cubs, I'm about to say. Yeah, um, I think I might go with you guys, mainly just because I like Brandon Woodruff. I think he might be a little bit better pitcher than Kyle Hendricks, uh, but I think the Cubs lineup uh, is a little bit more experienced. I think they're good. I mean, like I said, the Yankees will have Christian Yelich, um, but he can't work the whole entire lineup. Uh, you mean Ryan the Brewers Braun, might have Christian Yelich? I'm sorry. <laughs> That'd be very yeah, no, I apologize. Yeah, <laughs> no, uh, the Brewers, they got Christian Yelich. Thanks for correcting me, Gary. Sometimes when I'm doing this, my head just goes in different places. But uh, I- I'm going to go ahead and pick the Cubs. I think they have the better um, lineup. I do have Brendan Woodruff for my fantasy team, so I am kind of tempted just to not even start him because um, I know with the Cubs opening day, guys will be hitting the ball pretty good, hopefully. I hope it's interesting. But we will see. Um, yeah, I'm going to pick the Cubs as well with you guys. Uh, moving on, another good game. Not, I mean, well, maybe somehow I disagree. Uh, you got the Baltimore disagree. Orioles at the Boston. I'm sorry, you got the um, Baltimore Orioles at the Boston Red Sox. Um, a game where, in my opinion, the Orioles' only good player, John Means, their starting pitcher, their ace, who I think is a very underrated pitcher, um, but unfortunately he plays in the AL East, which is obviously very um, hitter dominant. Um, poor guy. Um, you got him taking on the Red Sox. I think Nathan Navaldi will probably start for the Red Sox, if I imagine. Red Sox are not the team that we kind of all remember. They're not as good as they were a few years ago. So it, it's kind of – it's different Red Sox team, but they're still very good. I, I'm not taking anything away from Red Sox. They're still a good team. Now, I'm going to be different here. I'm going to pick the Orioles to win. I think John Means on the bump with a Red Sox lineup that's good, but not – anything super crazy i think if john means uh faces the batters on the right night if he has his stuff going and the batters aren't really making good contact i think the orioles can find a way to win that game so i'm gonna pick the orioles i'm gonna have to go with the red Sox. just i mean i don't know if it's my mind you know just like my whole entire life it's just been red Sox good orioles are bad <laughs> but um like you said i mean it will be different uh, difficult going against uh, means for sure but I think, like I said with the Cubs, I just think – I mean, their hitting has been okay. Like, they're a good team for sure. But the experience they have together, I think they're going to come out on top. It's not going to be a blowout by any means. But I'm going to put the Red Sox on this one for me. Yeah, I'm going to agree with Garrett here. I'm not going to go into a whole lot of depth. I think, you know, I, I just think the Red Sox are they're, – they're not who they used to be, but I still think the Orioles are a ways away from even being in the same breath as the Red Sox. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely understand. You guys have a really good argument. The only reason I picked the Orioles is just mainly because the Red, the Red Sox will win that game every time. Now, John Means on the bump for the Orioles will give the Red, uh, the Orioles a little bit more of a chance. And so that's kind of why I uh, went there. But, you know, you guys are definitely right. Um, I think the Red Sox are definitely the more safer bet. But I went a little risky. That, that might be a game if I'm doing some betting, which we'll get to also before opening day in a podcast. Uh, maybe our bets on which team we'll pick the over-unders or whatever. I think the Orioles might be a good sleeper pick if I'm betting, but we will see. Moving on, we are going to talk my favorite team. The Colorado Rockies will be playing the uh, Texas Rangers in Texas. Um, two teams that um, have a lot to prove this year. Um, obviously, the Rockies, you know, coming out of the NL West winners, uh, going that wild card win a few years back, having a really bad year last year which really just kind of brought everything down rangers another team that they're okay uh this year but they're also another team where people aren't expecting the whole thing you're gonna have herman marquez for the rockies on the bump which i think most people expected and then lance lynn um for the rangers so two teams that both teams hit very well it's teams where pitching isn't at its greatest um i'm biased i'm gonna pick the rockies (laughs) um mainly because I trust Herman Marquez on the road. Uh, now, if it was in Denver, you know, a lot can happen. You know, obviously, baseball's fly out there. But uh, I like Herman Marquez on the bump. I think he could, could do pretty good, especially away. The Rockies lineup is very powerful. 
Um, but if, if it's the bad night, it can be really bad. So it kind of depends on which lineup's going to show up. I like the Rockies more than I like the Rangers um, in this scenario because I think the Rockies will come out pretty hot. Um, but what do you guys think? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to disagree, and I'm going to have to go with the Rangers in this one. I really like Lance Lynn. I, I think he's going to come, come out, pitch a really good game, and just have a lot of success in this game. I think the Rockies are going to have a decent season, but, yeah, I, I just think it's going to be the Rangers. Yeah, I'm going to agree with Logan. <laughs> no offense Damn to you, Hanker, the Rock. Yeah, I know, I know. But, I mean, coming like from an Angels fan, seeing the Rangers, I think – I mean, granted, I haven't watched too many Rockies games, but just from, like, last year, as you mentioned, I mean, they both got a lot to prove. But I just – watching them last year, I mean, they had some really bright spots and really good games. So, I think it won't be a blowout again. I think it'll be a good game, but I must pick Rangers. Fair enough. I understand. I mean – yeah, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I, I don't think it's going to be a game where if you have a pitcher, if you have Herman Marquez or Lance Lynn on your fantasy team, um, you might not want them because it's going to be a, definitely a pretty big hitting game, if I, in my opinion. Um, moving on here, we're going to have probably definitely a top three favorite game of the night. You're going to have the Minnesota Twins at the Chicago White Sox. Logan was nodding his head, so I'm assuming Logan is on the same website as I am right now, um, going in a certain order. But you're going to have Jose Barrios – on the bump for the Twins, and you're going to have Lucas Giolito, uh, probably my favorite pitcher from last year, most likely um, going to get the start. I mean, he definitely for sure is. Um, man, it's going to be a very interesting game because the Twins are a team where I think people expect to be pretty good. They were the best hitting team last year, without a doubt. Um, the White Sox this year, though, are a team where a lot of people are are kind of counting on to be kind of that sleeper team, especially in the central region. Um you know, the White Sox are one of my sleepers, but they're going against the Twins. It's a tough pick for me. I had to think about it for a while, but I'm going to go ahead and pick the Twins just because with Barrios on the mound, you know he's going to have a pretty good control of the game. And, um, and you know, the, the, hitting, the hitting team for the Twins, I mean, obviously they're all really good hitters. So I think I'm going to go for the Twins on this one. Yeah, I'll probably agree with you there, Hank, though. Um, like you said, the, Chicago, the White Sox are definitely like, – uh on the cusp team and definitely a sleeper team, a team that in the next future could be pretty good. Um, but like you said, just the hitting and the pitching that the Twins are going to have opening night and the hitting overall that the Twins are going to have from the opening season from last year and then leading into this year, I think it's going to be too much for the White Sox to start out. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree with you guys. I, th- I think the Twins win this game. I think the Twins are, are set up to have a pretty good season this year. I think the White Sox could potentially be a team to keep an eye on. I still think they're a little ways away, but yeah, I'm going to go with the Twins. Yeah, safe pick. I, I think Twins, like I said, great hitting team, lots of power. Um, I think they'll get the knock on that one, but it, it's going to be an interesting game. I, I want to watch that because I believe um, – I, I, I just think it could be pretty good. Uh, moving on, a game that shouldn't be oh too hard to decide. You got the Pittsburgh Pirates taking on the St. Louis Cardinals. Jack Flattery, probably a pitcher that I think a lot of people are going to be watching this year. One of the guys who could potentially go under a three RA for the, in the 60 game span. I think at one point within 60 games last year, he was under two. It was insane. Um, he'll be taking on Joe Musgrove and the Pittsburgh Pirates. Joe Musgrove. I watched his summer game on Saturday. The Pirates were, I forgot who they were playing, but he looked really good. Joe, Joe Musgrove looked like he had his stuff on and he was pitching very good. That makes me almost question this game just because of how good Joe Musgrove looked on the mound. I think he went four innings, um, striking out a lot of guys. And I don't, I don't think he gave up a run. I mean, the guy looked like he was in the zone. Um, now that being said, I'm probably still going to go ahead and take the Cardinals just because it's a safer pick, but don't be surprised guys. If you see Joe Musgrove go out there and have a good game, he's not last year. He didn't have a year. He really wanted. Um, he's been good in the past, but, like when I watched him on the summer game, I was very impressed. And if he does that against the Cardinals, um, then I can see the Pirates maybe taking this one away. I think the Pirates have the, one of the better power hitters in the game in Josh Bell. Um, man, the guy can crush the ball. But I think the Cardinals overall are a good pick. So I'm going to go ahead and pick the Cardinals here. But it could be an interesting game. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree. Go with Cardinals. I feel like it's a safe pick here. Uh, Pirates, I feel like kind of a wild card team. You know, they every, every year – they're always one of those teams that gets overlooked 
and seems to have success some years and other years they live up to their to to the the, their I guess you call it hype of not having a whole lot of success but yeah I think I think the safe bets with the Cardinals on this one I'll keep it pretty simple. I'm going to go Cardinals as well. Like you said, Flattery, one of the best up-and-coming pitchers. He's not even up-and-coming anymore. He's well-established, I feel like now. Um, just a crazy talent. Uh, they got great offense behind them. But as you said, though, I mean, Pirates, like Logan was saying, he's kind of always under-the-radar team that's going to surprise you. But I'm about to go with the – I think we'll go Cardinals for a safety pick here, no, no doubt. Yeah, I, I agree with you guys. I, again, though, I don't, I don't know. I'm looking at this Cardinals lineup, and I'm I'm not – I'm not blown away. You know, when you think about it, Dexter Fowler, guy who honestly is not as good as he used to be. Paul Goldschmidt, he has really struggled in St. Louis yet. He hasn't really hit his stride with the Cardinals. Um, the guy can still play, no doubt about it. Yadier Molina, washed up, can't really hit the ball that well. I mean, he, he still has got – he still has power, but he's not <laughs> – he strikes out a lot. You are so lucky Kate is not here right now. I know, I know. If Kate was here, I'd be, I'd be hearing it Yadier for sure Molina, right though, now. Legendary. Yeah, he's he is a legend, but I mean he's really not amazing. I mean, Matt Carpenter, another guy who I'm not in love with. I'm really not in love with the Cardinals this year. A lot of people are. I mean, I hear a lot about it because we're in the Midwest, you know, we're pretty close to St. Louis. But when you really look at it, I'm not in love with their hitters. I, I just I can't really get behind it. They, I mean, don't get me wrong, they're not bad. I mean, they got Colton Wong who can hit decently. Um, and everyone can hit. It's just I don't know if this is a team that can make a run to the playoffs. Uh, a lot of people are. Um, so I'm not going to be big on the Cardinals this season, but um, I'm going to go ahead and stick with them on winning opening night. And Jack Flaherty obviously um, is the main reason there. Um, moving on, this game is a little bit easier for us. We finally get one that's not super tough. Um, you get the Astros. Um, they'll be at home. They'll be taking on the Seattle Mariners. A game where, you know, Justin Verlander is probably going to be in the bump for the Astros starting this game. A guy who, yes, he's old, but he still is just deals. He is a great pitcher. Uh, Marco Gonzalez will definitely be on the bump for the um, for Seattle. I don't think the Astros lineup will have too much of a problem taking on him. The Astros, obviously, um, as we know, can hit. You got Jose Altuve, Michael Brantley, Alex Bregman, Carlos Carrera. Um, Yuli Gurriel, I mean, the list just goes on and on how good these guys hit. George Springer, um, Josh Reddick even. I mean, it's going to be a game, a year, I should just say, that we're, these Astros players are going to be able to hit really well. Um, unfortunately, with COVID, I feel like teams aren't going to be as brutal with the Astros as they were, as they were if, you know, if it wasn't for COVID. So yeah, that kind of makes me that. upset because I, I think a lot of people were kind of <laughs> hoping – not hoping, but – there was definitely going to be some fights and some um, charging of the mounds going on with the Astros. It's mainly because of what happened um, with all the cheating scandal and everything like that. So that's a little unfortunate, but I feel like that kind of all went away. But again, I'm going to go ahead and pick the Astros here. It's an easy pick for me, but, um, but yeah, we all can go. Yeah. Like you said, this is going to be disappointing. I forgot about all that. Like how many people are going to go out to like just random games just to boo them and everything. And, all the getting hit by pitches and stuff. So, I mean, I, I think that still continue whenever we do have fans. It just won't be as good. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to miss that. As being an Angels fan, I already hated the Astros. But they even hated me more. But I, I do, unfortunately, I mean, for, yeah, sanity pick, I mean, they're going to win. I, it's going to be easy when I feel fight for them. So, yeah, I get to go Astros. Yeah, I'm going to agree with the Astros. I feel like the Mariners always come out to a hot start, though, at least over the last year or two. I feel like they get on a hot run to start the year and then kind of taper off and struggle down the stretch. But I, I just think the Astros with Justin Verlander is just too much for for the Mariners to overcome. Definitely. Um, moving on here, we just got a couple more games. Um, this is going to be a very, very good game. Uh, you're going to have the – the Arizona Diamondbacks taking on the San Diego Padres. That game will be in San Diego um, at 9-10 Eastern time. Um, you're going to have Chris Paddock, one of the up-and-coming pitchers who had a, really started to show his stuff last year with the Padres, taking on Madison Bumgarner in his first game in a Diamondbacks uniform. Um, it could be really interesting. Now, I just watched the Diamondbacks get destroyed by the Dodgers um, last night in a summer camp game, so I'm kind of more eh on him but then again Madison Bumgarner was not pitching so it, it could be really interesting these are two teams that a lot of people are kind of watching that could be sleepers this year 
I'm going to go ahead and pick the Padres just mainly because I trust Chris Paddock. Madison Bumgarner, me, he, he's not as good as he used to be. I mean, he's a little, he's getting a little bit older now. Uh, his fastball's lost a little bit of heat to it. Um, Padres have a pretty stacked lineup when you think about it. I mean, you got uh, Machado, you got Will Myers, you got Tommy Pham who just got traded over there. Uh, you got Fernando Tatis. You, know, you got a lot of guys on that lineup that I think can hit the ball pretty well. Padres are young. They're fun to watch. I'm going to go ahead and pick the Padres here. Yeah, I am too. Do you know uh, Madison Bumgarner uses a fake name to rodeo? You hear about that? What? Yeah, Madison Bumgarner uses a fake name. He's like a rodeo champion. Look it up. Yeah, I, I, heard, I, heard, I, I feel like I heard that. I don't know. Are you sure there's truth to that? I, I, 80%. 80 percent. All right, we'll go with it. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm about to go against the rodeo champ on this one. Um, I'm about to be. Uh, I, I can't mention just the hitting power behind the the Padres and everything, and they've been on the up and coming for this couple of years. It is weird to see them as like a potential maybe playoff team after basically my whole life they've just been trash. Like you never heard anything of the Padres, but I'm yeah, I'm about to go with Hank here and go with the Padres for the win on this game. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree. I was honestly hoping you guys would go Diamondbacks, and I was going to go out on a limb and go with the Padres here. But, uh, yeah, I'm just going to have to agree, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, Last game, it's Garrett's favorite team. You got the Los Angeles Angels taking on the Oakland Athletics. Uh, A game, like I said earlier before we even started this, a game that I'm going to be interested in watching, uh, just kind of a more competitive game um, going on. You know, obviously Mike Trout, Estella, David Fletcher, all those guys, Anthony Rendon now. Um, it's got a pretty good Angels lineup here. Um, but then again, you know, when you look at that, Athletics are going to Frankie Montas, Frankie Montas on the bump for the Oakland Athletics, who obviously can uh, pitch very well and with a pretty competitive um, Athletics lineup as well. Um, you know, you got Matt Chapman, obviously one of the better third basemen in the game. Um, Marcus Simeon, who had a really good year last year at shortstop. It, it's it's going to be interesting, guys. Uh, you know, Matt Olson, uh, yeah, he's a little bit older, but he's good as well. I think I'm going to go – jeez. Garrett, do you want to go? Because I know yours, so I'll just let you go first. Yeah, I mean, if I go – yeah, it's going to be the Angels, man. Easy. 14-0 to <laughs> win, you know. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. They decided who's on the bump. I forgot if you mentioned I that. think Andrew I, – I, I think Andrew, Andrew Heaney, Heaney right. Be... Yeah, I remember seeing they posted something about that. Andrew Haney, I mean, he'll do well. He's, he's a good pitcher for sure. He's solid. Nothing. He's not going to be crazy. I mean, he has great games, but I think he's going to do the job. Uh, definitely opening night. Like you said, we got our, the hitting, I feel like, is going to come out. You got Trout, best player to ever live. Uh, Lestella coming off a great year. We made the all-star game for his injury. Uh, you just added Rendon. You got Fletcher, who will give you a base hit almost three times, two times a night. Um, Otani at the DHM. I mean, this is crazy. I think this is one of their better lineups we've had hitting. Uh, just got to see if the pitching's going to show up. But I'm going to have to go Angels on this one. I think it'll be competitive, like you mentioned. The A's are going to be good. But I'll be like a 4-2 to two game, you know, something like that, like a two-run game. But I think the Angels are coming on top for it. Yeah, I'm going to – I'm going to – I'm sorry, Garrett, but I'm going to go with the A's. Um, I don't know what it is. I just – I like the A's. I, I feel like they're a sleeper team this year. And I will get into it either later in a different episode, but I think the A's could be a team to keep your eye on this season. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and agree with you guys. I'm going to go ahead and pick – I'm sorry. I'm going to go ahead and agree with Logan. I think I'm going to pick the athletics here, mainly just because I trust Frankie Montas a lot. I think he's a good pitcher. Yeah, he's going up against Trout. He's going up against Rendon. Um, But just not just Trout can win – I mean, that's not true. Trout can just win you games. But – I, overall, I think I'm going to go ahead and just pick Frankie Montas. I, I trust him a lot more than Is this because I picked the, didn't pick the Rockies? I mean, that's come that's on, 100% man. it, dude. Since you didn't pick the Rockies, <laughs> I, I had to go Garrett, see that. Garrett, this is because you didn't pick the Royals. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We all know the Royals. Anyway. Like you said before the podcast, I <laughs> might get five wins. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. All right. Well, sticking with baseball here, guys, I want to talk a little bit. I, I think. And well, first of all, in your opinion, which which uh, obviously this to reiterate, sixty game season this year, teams will only be staying in their region when it, like so the West, NL West and AL West will be playing each other, NL East and the 
AL East will be playing each other and the NL Central and AL Central will be playing each other. Um, what do you guys think here that is going to be – which, which you know, East, Central or no, – uh, I'm sorry, East, Central or West, which, which region do you guys think will be the most competitive? I think – Central for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, East you have, you know, I mean, the Yankees, which I feel like mm-hmm. 80% of people are going to say they're going to win out there. But, I mean, you yeah. do have the Rays who are always there. Who knows how the Red Sox, you know, who, who knows how they'll play this year. Yeah. Um, I mean, you got but, the Nationals I mean, still who just won the World yeah, Series Nationals and the, and the Braves as well. Braves. But I think just like you mentioned before, we were going over those, like, you got the Chicago teams, this is the Minnesota. It's, it's going to be it's gonna be crazy. And Milwaukee, yeah. I mean. And like you just said, Gary, I mean, when you look at just the NL Central, like, don't even think about the AL Central for a second. Just think about the NL Central. You got the Cardinals, you got the Brewers, you got the Cubs, and you got the Reds. I mean, those four teams just right there all can be competing for a playoff spot come, coming towards the end of the season. There's like a like – a, um, sorry, like a Yankees or a Dodgers team in there either. It's going to be like, yeah, exactly. like very good, like good teams that are going at each other the whole entire season. So yeah, that when one's you add, really – you can roll the dice and be like this team. <laughs> and when you add the AL part to it, you obviously got the Twins – and you got the Cleveland Indians and that sleeper pick with the White Sox. Now, the only teams that aren't that gonna, probably not going to compete that much is are the Royals, the Tigers, and the Pirates. Most Probably those two teams most likely uh, won't be found anywhere near close to the top. Now, if I were picking a team tonight that was going to win that division, or I don't even know what to call them now, just the region. Uh, now, the playoff structure, it's still normal with the AL East and always, and like they're each in their own respective division, but – they are only playing the teams in that, in that middle part. So the teams that are in the central are going to be playing a lot of teams from the NL central as well. So I'm going to go ahead. I think I would pick the twins just mainly because they hit the crap out of the ball. I mean, those guys are just insane hitters. I mean, all of them can hit and top to bottom, a really good lineup. Um, now I think the Cardinals and Cubs can each compete with the twins as well. Um, also the reds. I mean, the reds, another sleep sleeper team, but I think overall, like we were saying, the central region will be, Without a doubt, I think one of the more competitive, more competitive ones. Yeah, I, I'm gonna agree with, with with that. The central, outside of a couple teams, I mean, you have that in every division. But outside outside of just a couple teams, I think uh, at least the, the AL Central, you've, it's really a three three team race. I think you probably have to say, in my opinion, the Twins are gonna be favored in that. But uh, you look at the the in, NL Central, and you really have three, maybe four or five teams that all five could, you know, compete this year. Uh, I think the Reds and Pirates are a little bit further behind than the other three, but it's always a very competitive uh, division in itself. Definitely. And so when it comes to the NL Central, obviously one team's got to win that NL Central part. Um, gosh, I – do I do I go to the Cubs? I don't know. That's that's really I do not know which team I want to pick here to go to the NL Central because obviously, like I was saying earlier, you know, the bracket's still going to be the same. You know, one team from each division, all six divisions will go. Um, like for instance, the Dodgers are most likely going to go in the NL West, and most likely the Astros are going to most likely go in the AL AL West. But they're going to face each other a lot this year, and now it that doesn't make a difference when it comes to where they're going to be in the playoff, but it it still doesn't change the fact that the NL Central is so competitive that I don't even know who I think is going to go ahead and win that. Um, I think it's without a doubt you can have the, obviously the winner go and then one of the wild card spots will definitely probably be coming from the Central. Um, if I were to guess, maybe I'd go ahead and just put the Cardinals there just because I like their pitching staff a lot um, and their hitters might be able to make up for that. But then again, you guys just saw me just talk bad about the Cardinals not that long ago. So, uh, you know, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be weird for me with the NL Central. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, honestly with the with the NS, NL Central, yeah, I mean you you could pretty much put 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 them in a hat and pick one out and not go too wrong with it. Uh, I I think I'm gonna go with the Brewers. Um, you know, Christian Yelich. They got they got a decent pitching staff out there, and so I I think I think I'm gonna go with the Brewers, but. Like we've been saying, it, it could be any of them. Definitely. Um, 
So we talked a little about the central, but let's talk about, let's go ahead and give our picks. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe three or four teams, guys. Um, I think we can all agree on two for sure, but I think the next two will be pretty interesting. Give me who you guys think have the, has the best opportunity to win the World Series this year. I'll go ahead and just go. Uh, I'll give you my first, uh, my first four here. Obviously, the Yankees and obviously the Dodgers. Uh, no doubt about it. Top to bottom, those teams are good. The Yankees, just watching them in the summer camp just reiterates how good of a hitting team they are. I mean, top to bottom, the whole lineup super scary. I feel bad for – the Rays, the Red Sox, the Blue Jays, and the Orioles have to play them all the time because it's really just unfair. And then, of course, you got Garrett Cole pitching at you. So it, it, it's going to be such a tough team to beat. Um, I'm picking the Yankees probably just to win the World Series. If I was picking one team tonight, it'd just be them. They're the safest. And like I said, everyone can hit. Um, again, the Dodgers. Uh, who? It's weird because I feel like every year, being a Rockies fan, I see the Dodgers all the time. Every year, I feel like the Dodgers don't have a huge amount of big-name players. I mean, they still, of course, don't get me wrong. They got Bellinger. They got Betts. They got Max Muncy. They got Jock Peterson. Um, so, it's just kind of – oh, sorry. They don't have Jock Peterson anymore, do they? Uh, no, I don't think so. I thought yeah. they got him back because he was going to go to the Angels, but that some happened. Yeah, actually, I think you're right, Garrett. Dang, yeah, I cannot – I can't remember, and I feel really bad for not remembering that. I should No, he's with, the, he's with the Dodgers still. So. Okay, well – uh, either way, the Dodgers are just a team where I, they're always just sneaky good, or not even sneaky good. They're just always good. It depending, does, doesn't matter who's on that lineup. They'll find a way to hit the ball super high in the sky and destroy the Rockies' uh, hopes of dreams of ever winning the NL West. So <laughs> Dodgers obviously are going to be a team I pick here. The pitching staff also is really good. Um, so another team, another maybe two teams I think could win the uh, World Series – I'll probably go ahead and pick the Twins, like we just talked about. Uh, the best hitting team last year, without a doubt. Uh, all those guys can hit bombs. I mean, Nelson Cruz is a guy who can just rake completely. Um, and I also will go to the AL West, and I'll go ahead and pick the Astros. N- another safer pick. Um, now, you got the Oakland Athletics, who are going to be right behind them, I think, this year. Um, but, again, I think the Astros and Alex Bregman, although they are cheaters and although I don't have any respect for them anymore, the yes, they lost Garrett Cole, but they still have Zach Greinke. They still have Justin Verlander. They still have Wade Miley, who was, like, their fifth-best pitcher but could probably start for a lot of other teams. Um, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty crazy how good they are. Um, if, if they don't have – if they don't make it to the playoffs or for some reason, if they don't even win the AL West, then it's, it's a bad season for them. So, there are my four. Uh, somebody else can – Throughout yeah. this, yeah, I I agree. I think Garrett will as well. That the the Yankees and the Dodgers are the two favorites, pretty much throughout the whole uh, Major League Baseball um, world. But I, I think I, I like the Twins. Hank, I I like that. You know, Astros could be the team that that could that could make some noise late. Um, I, like I said earlier, I like the A's to make a little bit of a, a late run throughout the postseason this year. Um, so I think th- those would be my main two. Um, I think maybe maybe the Brewers. I don't know. I I'm, I'm I haven't decided how I feel about the Brewers yet. I either really like them or I don't. And I think this year I really like them, but it's I I don't know. I just can't put my finger quite on quite on why yet. I'd probably have to go – I mean, again, we're going to reiterate the top two. I mean, Dodgers, Yankees, easy easy choices. Um, I think you, you added uh, the Twins as well, Logan, for your three. Yeah, I Okay, did. so we're all three – we'll have yeah. the same three. I think all that's going to be differing is our fourth ones here. I'm I'm stuck between two for my last pick. I, half me wants to lean towards the Rays. They just have a crazy year. The Yankees have some kind of weird slump. Uh, Rays have an all-around good team. Um, my guy on MLB The Show 2020 plays for the Rays. So, you know, it's pretty good, too. No, no cap. But uh, <laughs> but also the other team I had is, like, another kind of down there team that – I mean, we talked about a little bit, but the Braves, you know. I mean, maybe they have a have a team – have a crazy season. But I'm probably to go with the Rays as my safer one and the Braves coming up as my fifth. Yeah, I, I like that, Garrett. I think uh, you made a lot of good points there. Um, again, it's going to be a really competitive year. 
um, this year for all of baseball. Um, but yeah, those are, those are our World Series teams. We're going to talk probably some more baseball next time Kate is on with us, which hopefully will be in just a few more days. We'll talk very quickly, um, guys. NBA, and uh, you know the bubble continues. Teams are starting to show up. Russell Westbrook, I believe, I think he just showed up uh, not too long ago, didn't he? Uh, that sounds that sounds like something I heard. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I think he is he is good. Um, so that's good for the NBA that Russell Westbrook will be back. Um, yeah, I think he joined. Yeah, I think he joined today. Actually, on Monday. Yeah. Really? Okay. Well, that's good. I mean, I'm not. A, don't get me wrong. I, I'm not a Westbrook fan, but I'm glad to see him uh, back in the arena and everything going on. Guys, are you excited for uh, this NBA season kind of going back on? And you know, playoffs will start very, very, very quickly um, once it starts. Yeah, I'm uh, pumped. I mean, I'm a. I'm sorry, Logan. No, you're good. <laughs> uh, I mean. Obviously, I think I mean NBA is probably the third of my professional. It'll probably be if I had to put them in order, it'd be NFL, MLB, NBA. But I love all sports. I mean, I've I love the NBA beginning of the season and the postseason. <laughs> but with everything leading up to this, you know, I'm pumped for it, man. I'm ready for it. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see who comes out on top. You got like about three or four really good contenders, and then everyone else. I mean, they could always make a move, make a push for the postseason. You never know what happens. Um, yeah, but I'm excited. It's gonna be some. It'll be sports on. You know, some like upsets, some dominant performances. So I'm excited for it, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to it for sure. Uh, yeah, I think I think the closer we've gotten to starting baseball, the less excited I've actually gotten about restarting the NBA. Um, maybe it's just <laughs> yeah, because normally, normally this time baseball's going and NBA's not. I don't know. Um, I think that. I think a big part of it for me, and I know we don't talk any politics on this podcast, but I, I just think that NBA of recent has added a lot of politics to the game. And for me personally, I, I, I like to leave those two separate. And I, I really respect that, that the, uh, the MLB is kind of, kind of taking a step forward and kind of left, let, let, let their uh, sports, be their sports and keep their politics to off the field discussions. Definitely. Well, it's going to be a definitely interesting playoff scheme. I can't wait to bet on them for DraftKings. Kings. Like I said, in other podcasts, NBA is my favorite one to bet on because it's so predictable. Don't get me wrong. I don't like the NBA, but NBA is so predictable when it comes to betting and DraftKings Kings and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I definitely will get on that. Lakers yeah. are probably going to be my number one pick to win, to win it all. Obviously, um, Stack I'll, I'll have to agree with you on that, Hank. Yeah, uh, the, when it comes to betting, NBA, NBA is one of, one of my favorites to bet just because I, I I have had very high success rate betting Marcus Smart's totals. Uh, <laughs> actually, I think I'm the four for four or five for five on betting that. So if you, if you want if you want, if you want a lock, bet Marcus Smart to go over on his totals. So there you go. Nice. Well, guys, I'll be honest with you. My phone is about to die. So I think we are definitely had a pretty good show here. We talked a lot about baseball. And, again, we're going to talk a lot more about baseball here in a few more days when Cade Livey gets to join us. And uh, we'll definitely give you guys probably our rankings top to bottom. We'll give you some probably some betting tips on who to, who to bet on on Thursday night and on Friday for opening day. But for Hank Bollinger uh, – Logan Scott, Garrett Cannon, thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you guys next time on Inside the Dome.